beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. What is good? Woohoo, that boy pitch and tone is perfect. What is good, Kickback family? We are happy that you decided to listen to us for another episode of The Kickback. I am here um, with two of my favorite people, Sabrina and Sharika. And yeah, we're going, I'm going to dive in with my temp check first and then i'll defer it to the ladies i know most places you come from they tell you ladies first but then other places you go it's like don't try to i guess try me with that gender stuff like let me be who i am i don't have to go first i don't have to go you know so but i'm not a lady let me go ahead and clear that up make sure people not speculating anything crazy out there but i decided to go first today as i do sometimes um but yeah if i had to put a temperature on myself personally how i currently feel at the time of this recording i would say i don't even know because part of me i'm doing good and whatever number that is in your head you can just say that to me but at the time of this recording a few different group messages but also seeing stuff on social media and also just getting those alerts from the news and seeing that we have another 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 school shooting where currently 14 kids are dead one teacher and the person who did it ah, you guessed it is still alive and is an 18-year-old. So basically a baby killing other babies and a teacher. And of course, as of right now, since it's still early, there's no reason. Um, I lied. The gunman is dead or ha- is to believe to be dead. See see how updates yeah. happen? They they happen while we sitting here talking. Um, but still, just it's just crazy and it sucks. So I really don't even know. I guess I can't even define how I feel. It just sucks that we live in this world where, you know, we argue about a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, I guess I'll say we argue about life inside of the womb, but it doesn't seem to be a priority outside of the womb when these mass shootings keep on happening and we don't have legit laws for gun prevention or gun control. And it's just interesting that at times it happens in these these states who have either open carry or continue to promote guns and gun violence and have the NRA in their back pockets and all types of crazy stuff like that. But I don't even know how to describe how I'm feeling outside of that. So I don't have a song for y'all. I don't got no number for y'all. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm devastated. I guess that's the best way I put it. Whatever temperature that is, that's where I'm at. Let me go ahead and defer it to the lovely ladies. Sabrina, Sharika, tell the people how y'all feeling. My temp is, I feel conflicted now. I was going to say my temp is high. I've been in a meeting for most of the day at work and then I had an appointment and then I came home. So I really have not been checking out the news. I didn't know nothing that was going on until like I, right before we started recording, I jumped on the internet for just a hot second. So I didn't even, I saw a little bit about that. I saw that there was a shooting, but I didn't even get to dive into all the details of it and what was really going on. So I'm conflicted because I came here with high spirits and excited and just happy having a good day. And then I was like, dang, EB then broke it down and, you know, shared all that was, has been going on in the world. And so it's sad when you, you know, you are just life, when life just crashes in and just you know, shows you what's really going on and how sad sometimes the world can be. And, and, but before then I was going to say my temp was so good. Um, 
nothing in particular, just life. I was said I was going to say my temp was 85. Uh, even though I know that's a little too hot for me, but you know, I, I'm just feeling good. And my song was going to be toast by coffee. And I don't know if you all know that song, but it's just been on my sphere. It's been in my playlist lately. And I want to share some of the words for you, but um, I got to kind of, I feel like I got to translate as I talk. It is in English, but it's, it's very much in a, island dialect so it's kind of so if I read the words it'd be kind of like what is she talking about but essentially the song says basically blessings on your life and it says thank God for the journey the earnings and for the plus and it says gratitude is a must so I've been on that kick lately I've been trying to be grateful for the blessings on my life that the Lord has carried me through all the journeys and all the things he's placed in my life and um adjust for them plus and I love that that's been my that when I was hearing the song I thought that is my theme that I want to carry I want to adjust for the plus because I know with my God there's always more in store so that has been my energy so I say check out the song Toast by Coffee, and that's Coffee with a K. So that's my temp, and that's how I am doing. Similarly to Sharika, I came one way after I heard the ED update. I'm feeling a completely different way. And the first thing that came to my mind is Scream by the Jacksons. Tired of injustice, tired of the schemes, tired of the skepticism. What does it mean? Kick me down. I got to get up. As jacked as it sounds, the whole system sucks, damn it. I feel that. I feel that to my core. It's crazy. I was just talking to my husband earlier today about school cops because we were talking about one of my friends. And I was like, oh, you know, her dad was our high school resource officer. And my husband, he spent five years as a cop for the military. He was an MP with the Marines. And I was like, babe, would you have ever done like the school cop thing? Because that seems like a sweet gig like her dad was always just he just seemed to be roaming to school like dapping it up with the kids and etc and he was just like uh it's not as easy as it sounds especially with the school shootings and I was like mm. you know what you right and that was before I know my husband doesn't know because he came home from work and he was doing some yard work earlier so it's just shocking we were just talking about and it's frustrating because I haven't even fully processed what happened in Buffalo yet mm-hmm. I haven't fully processed how the same people who were so up in arms about the Will Smith slap have mm-hmm. been mute about what happened in Buffalo and who continue to be mute about things that are horrible that happen within the black community they are fine police and black on black whatever but everything else are mute on so it's just frustrating and it makes me want to scream and temperature, I guess that's like 110. You know, when you're walking in the sun, you don't have sunglasses on and you can't help but like scrunch up your face and you're just walking all slow. That's how I feel. I feel frustrated and I still feel just too hot. I totally, totally get that. Yeah, it, it, it is frustrating when the energy does not seem to be maintained and not just because you're like, oh, why are you coming for this versus that? But it's like, maybe if we all raise our voices and we were and the energy was put towards some of this other stuff, maybe we could actually see real change versus you pressing the 
um, whatever the what are those people? Wherever the, where did the slap happen? At the, the Oscars. Whatever, Amy the Schumer Oscars. said she was traumatized, Sharika. Yeah. Another famous actor said he could have killed him. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Amy? Guess what, dude? People literally died. Yep. Our uncles, our aunts. I believe everyone who died in Buffalo was over 55. Mm-hmm. Our moms, our dads, our, these are people who survived, grandpa- survived COVID, survived the civil rights era, but can't go to the grocery store. Yeah, it's crazy. But I'm saying they want to press the Oscars about giving getting justice in that situation, but y'all not pressing the real issues to get justice and provide safety for, you know, people in, you know, everyday civilians trying to live their lives. I know, you know what I'd love, you know what, maybe call out some of these news pundits who are pushing this really dangerous rhetoric. That is traumatizing and Mm -hmm. that could kill and is getting people killed. Yeah. So, you know, it's rare that I publicly talk about these things because I get so worked up and I feel so helpless. I mean, I know there's nothing for us to do, but give it to God. You know, we cast all our cares and our anxieties on him. But golly, when I tell you, when EB said that, once again, I can't help but think about any parent, any friend, mm. you don't think you send your baby to school and you'll never see them again. It's I, devastating. It, it's devastating. And you're like you saying, it is literally traumatizing. It is, uh, it could be paralyzing. Like I can't even imagine, you know. It's like, how do you send them right. back to that school? Even if your kid is a survivor, it's like, mm-hmm. like you said, it, it is paralyzing. I'm, I have no clue what it's like to be a parent. But I just know what it's like to be human and I know what it's like to care about someone and especially kids who are so innocent. I can't imagine that happening at any of my former student schools and then being like, well, are you going back Monday or make sure you get your paper done? Like, as if these kids haven't been through enough. So, yeah, I hadn't heard about that yet, Evie, but thanks for telling me. I'm going to look into it. Do you know what state that happened in, Evie? I'm interested the what their state of Texas. Texas. Oh, I was gonna say I, I'm interested in what their gun laws are, but I know Texas. Mm-hmm. Golly, golly, that's just awful. I remember when there was the shooting in the um in the mu- movie theater, and just feeling like when I was going back to the movie theater, like feeling like you know panic, a little panicky and anxious because it is kind of closed in, and you're like. Well, how do I get out of here? What what do I do if something goes down here at the movie theater? Like just the movie theater, you know. I remember, and that I wasn't there when it happened. I wasn't nowhere around, but just you know, when you have to try to live life after these terrible situations, it's just like I can't, I can't even imagine being that close to the situation. How you go on? Me either. And as much as I'm like. I'm not necessarily a person who's like, hey, no guns. I've said on the podcast before, I have family members and my own husband who are, you know, have their guns. I just, I look at countries who don't have as lenient laws as we do when it comes to, and I know gun owners will tell me, well, it's not that lenient. It's actually very hard, blah, blah, blah. But let's talk about these countries that aren't having mass shootings. 
I know another response will be, well, they're having mass stabbings and da, 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 da. Sure. There'll be other problems, but can let's just address this one. If you don't like the solutions we're putting out, what are your ideas? Because honestly, I'm at the point where I'm just like, well, let me get locked and loaded. Because what I'm not finna to do is just be out here undefended while these people are just randomly shooting us up. I'm going to stay my ground too at this point. Like you said, at this point, it's just praying and leaving it up to the Lord and praying and hoping that there will be positive change. But we, I think we all are kind of feeling not, not much confidence in the powers to be not the Lord, but you know, the ones that can actually make change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the Lord. You're right. The I Lord. do like that. Uh, I saw, Oh, I wish I could remember the name, but in a case up North and kind of closer to the Midwest, that they are charging the parents mm. for what the son did. And I think that is a step in the right direction. I mean, obviously right now we're devastated. This is a horrible thing, but I don't want to ignore the changes that have happened and that are happening that are in the right direction because we need accountability. Parents, mm. friends, uncles, aunts, like you got to lock those guns up. You know, you got to teach your kids gun safety. You got to be in your kid's business. That's Mm -hmm. one thing my mom was definitely in. And I know today kids are like, well, it's my right and it's my room. Mm -mm. Some psychologists will say like, oh, you know, your child needs that autonomy. They need that privacy. (laughs) Privacy. That's absolutely true to a certain extent. But they Mm -hmm. also need to be raised. Yeah. And you're still and you are responsible for your children that are in, you know, that are, you can't control them, but you are responsible for them. And whether that's also providing mental help for them, if they have, if you're seeing, you know, concerning behavior, you know, it's your responsibility to make sure your child is well-being and that including their wealth. And that includes their mental well-being as well as being taken care of and addressed. And accountability because mental health doesn't equal violence. You know, I Mm -hmm. sometimes, yes, but sometimes people are completely sane and they do awful things. And I'm, and I'm, when I'm, and I'm thinking of like anger issues and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, God forbid, maybe some parents will say it's easy for you to say you don't have kids, but God forbid I ever have to experience the tragedy of my child doing something so horrible. And exactly. that, their parents are grieving too because yeah. your kids are just people. It's like you put seeds on the ground, the flower's going to grow. You can water it. You can't always control. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't mean it to be like, oh, it's a parent's fault, but yeah. golly, just in general, a lot of change needs to happen mm-hmm. that I, I don't think our country is willing to embrace. Yeah. And I think it, this is so old school, but I just think back to the days of like, you know, community, when we did Mm. have a community and we were looking out for each other and we were there for each other and we were supporting each other. So if there was a mom who was struggling, the community was there to, you know, step in and help in other ways or that neighbor who really was a neighbor that was looking out for the kids outside and making sure, you know, they were safe and you know, we've become such an individualized society that, you know, people are, I don't know. It's hard to say what the answers are because there's, 
the problem is so, you know, it's so vast and, and so seems un, un, it seems hard to even grasp, you know, how a mind or where a mind goes when it goes to that place to do the such harm. So yeah, we got to definitely keep all these things in prayer and lift up the, the victims and those who are struggling, you know, with all the craziness going on in the world. So the thing we wanted to talk to you guys uh, about is about Memorial Day. Memorial Day is coming up right around the corner. So I want to start with my friends on the podcast. EB, how do you generally celebrate Memorial Day? Uh, I would say recently has just been a day chilling at the house. Um, mm-hmm. I might go visit the family in Wanna Haven. Like back in the day, we used to do different stuff like go to Orlando, kick it. Um, in Orlando as a time of just hanging out with either family or a theme park in Orlando or on my more ratchet days, ratchet as in being distant from Jesus days. Um, I'll be in Miami for Memorial weekend and just be hanging out there. And, you know, it will be a whole bunch of non-Christ-like things happening during those um, weekends. I won't indulge, I won't divulge that information to the masses. If you want to know, you can text me and I may consider telling you privately on some of the things, but I definitely can't tell you everything because some of it might still be, um, I guess, statute of limitations might not be up on some of the things that used to happen. Oh, Lord. So, but it just to be a, a great weekend. If you want to know a little more, I'll give you a glimpse. You can just go to YouTube and put Memorial Day Miami and you would see some of the things that I used to spend my time on um, or my resources. Now, most of it was because I had a lot of older brothers and older cousins, and that's what they would be doing for those days. So I would just hang out with them and I'd be the younger brother or younger cousin who would just hang out with them. But as a family, that's not something we really did. Mommy and daddy still went to work growing up. Um, Mm. We were already out of school most times in Florida. Like it's as of recent. And now I think we're going back to being out of school in May in Florida, but for some people, they didn't get out of school until June. So it was just a day out of school. But when I was growing up, that wasn't a thing. We was already in summer break, full swing. Um, our local Boys and Girls Club used to open sometimes. And I say open, it'll be like a half day type of thing. We're just barbecue and sports type of thing. If you wanted to come out like a family, kind of like a family cookout for the Boys and Girls Club. So I did that a few a few times. But that's a, that's how I really or mostly celebrated. Sabrina, did you have any... Uh memories or ways that you used to celebrate Memorial Day growing up? Well, okay, I'll do both. As a child, my siblings and I would pester my mom to go to our granddad's grave to lay flowers. And she would always be like, that's not really what this is about. This is for people who like died in battle. And we just like, no, no, let's just go. We were like, it's a military graveyard. You know, so we'd go there and we'd lay flowers and then we'd always have a family cookout. That's just something my family's going to do. Don't matter. Any holiday, it's going to be the cookout outside. And those were like an all day event. So like the cookout might be, we might be setting up at the park at 11, but we're not eating till seven because that's who's going to be ready. So it was just like a fun time of gathering with family and friends and Definitely a day off of school. North Carolina, we didn't get out until later, um, mm. June. June, And then I think in high school, they changed it to May. Or maybe they changed it after I was already out of school. But I just remember it being like a fun, long weekend. And as an adult, honestly, the same vibe. Just a fun, long weekend. What are we going to do? We got an extra day. <laughs> Let's take advantage of it. 
What about you? Um, I don't really have any recollection of any Memorial Day type things. Like probably at home, like you guys hanging out. Maybe there was a cookout. Maybe not. Don't recall. But, you know, nothing of any significance. It was just literally like another day off of school. Maybe we went away for the weekend. I I have no real strong recollections of Memorial Day and what um, what we did. And that's kind of what brought me to what I wanted to do today. I have a question. Do you guys remember in school them talking about Memorial Day or sharing what it was about or anything of that nature? Did you guys talk about that in school? We definitely nah. did at my school, but I thought that was the same we were <laughs> exactly. already in school. No, nah, the teachers were on the same way we were on, like, get out of my face. We about to have a long weekend. <laughs> Not the peace on Sharika. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> That's how it was. Like they were like, we out, we we on uh, break. <laughs> Good to see you. We out of here. And that's why I was like, I don't remember ever them really sharing in school what Memorial Day was about. It was just like, we out of school and we just happy to be gone. And so I wanted to talk to you guys, uh, share a little bit. You know, this may not be our normal style, but just a little bit of information and about Memorial Day and what some things you can do. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Memorial Day obviously is, well, I won't say obvious because as we said, we didn't talk about it in school. So maybe you don't know what Memorial Day is, but Memorial Day is a federal holiday in which the United States, within the United States for honoring and mourning the U.S. military personnel who have died in the performance of their military duties. This holiday is observed on the last Monday of May, observed on May 30th started in basically they started observing it in 1868 which i didn't oh, wow. realize it has gone back that far so um at this time we're just going to share a few little facts about memorial day just about five little facts for you guys so congress established an exact moment of remembrance on Memorial Day. The National Moment of Remembrance Act, which was adopted in December or in December, uh, I guess in, in 2000, in December of 2000, which encourages every citizen to pause on Memorial Day at 3 p.m. local time to remember the brave men and women who died in service to our nation. I had no idea we were supposed to be pausing at 3 p.m. Nope. So in two, so since two thousand, we've supposed been pausing at three p.m. and ain't no where where was the word? Where did they send out the word that we supposed to be pausing at three p.m.? <laughs> See, maybe if they had never taken Donald Trump's Twitter away, we would know. Since you know he got the true social as E.B. shared with us. Uh, I love that though. I will definitely do that. Moving on, I'm all about a tradition. Let's do it and honoring our servicemen. Love it. Uh, are you guys going to pause? Are we pausing now? I know, but I'm just saying like an honor of all the ones we haven't done. Because <laughs> we, we just had a moment of silence and I respected it. I thought that's what we we're doing. I just wanted to clarify for the people. But now Sharika doesn't call me out and let Hi, the people friend. know that we have a little order. So you got to trust me, friend. That's, That's right. Okay. I'll, I'll delete uh, that part so they'll never know. Uh, <laughs> amen. Amen. Uh, 
one thing I think is pretty cool about Memorial Day is when it happens during the year. Yes, yeah, sure. The reason we are doing it, it's kind of grim. It's grim and it's awesome, right? Because there are literally people that we live and breathe with, my husband included, my grandpa included, who are willing to fight and die for what we believe in in American society and for freedom, which I love that. I can't say I would fight and die for anything outside of my family and my faith. So kudos to our military professionals. But like I was saying, I love that it's in May and they have a really good reason for it, which is beautiful. Um, The U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs says that Memorial Day is celebrated in late May because that's when flowers are likely to be blooming across the country. I love that. I mentioned Mm. to you guys how as kids, we just knew it had something to do with people in the military. And we weren't necessarily clout chasers, but we were just like, hey, our granddad was in the military and he's dead. So we need to go lay these flowers down. But I love how they're just saying these are people who did things for the entire country. And we have flowers blooming across the entire country. So let's honor them. That is beautiful. It was actually a Union General, John A. Logan, who after serving in the Mexican-American War and Civil War, proposed that Congress institute May 30th as uh, the day. But then, you know, we just go with that last Monday, but they wanted to allow citizens to decorate the graves of deceased veterans with fresh flowers. So, yes, we celebrate on that last Monday, but specifically May 30th is a day, like decoration day. So that's the day that you would technically go out and decorate the graves. I, I was so impressed when I heard you say you and your siblings wanted to go and honor your grandparent and, you know, by going to the grave. I, as a kid, I don't even think I knew it had anything to, I don't know what I was memorializing. I don't know what we were supposed to be doing. At least y'all knew it had enough to do with going to the gravesite and honoring <laughs> those who had passed. I mean, and, and then the, you know, in the service, I mean, you knew more than I did. And I, th- and I think that's so cool that as a kid, you guys wanted to be a part and do that. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Always got to show love to those who have gone before us. Another fact, the Ironton Lawrence Memorial Day Parade in Ironton, Ohio, is recognized as the oldest continuously running Memorial Day Parade in the nation, beginning all the way back in, you guessed it, we said it earlier, 1868. However, the oldest and first Memorial Day Parade in the country was held a year earlier, so that would be 1867, for those of you who don't like math and can't (laughs) comprehend that, in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. So part of me, like when I read certain things like that, or you get that fact, I'm like, like, when did Doylestown, did they skip a year? Like, what happened? Like, what was the year that they stopped where they're not the continuously? So it's just like, did they say this year we're not remembering them? Did they have a bad, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at pictures right now from, or this week of snow in Colorado in May. Was it snowing in Pennsylvania one year where they just said no? Like, what was going on? Was they in war one year? Like, you know, was something going on? The Battle of Gettysburg? I know that's in Pennsylvania. Was something going on where they just said, no, we're not. We, we, we're not marching. We're not memorializing. Nobody is here. So, Give me said, what's your accuracy? Let's check your accuracy. Exactly. What's going on, people? I, exactly. I, I'm trying to think if I've been in, been to a Memorial Day parade or seen a Memorial Day parade. Never. I, I haven't. Um, I've never had. I, have I? 
I don't know. I feel like in small towns, we'd be celebrating everything. Mm. We had a blooming festival, the Harambe Festival, the City of Rocky Mount Festival. There's always something. So I wonder if I can't remember, it probably didn't happen. Not necessarily. I don't know. Sharika, I'm surprised, though, because you're from that area that has like a heavy military presence. Maybe if we went down into DC, but ain't nobody trying. That would be the last. I mean, I'm sorry to 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 this country, but I'm not trying to go down to DC at these. Like, I'm not a crowds person. I don't like a lot of crowds. I don't like a lot of people. I don't like to be out in the streets with a lot of people. So I would not want to even go down there if there was something going down. It just seemed. I mean, and I know. It, I mean, I was gonna say it seems unsafe, which is sad to say, but it's just like I. I don't know what's about to be popping off with a lot of people in the streets. And so I'm sure they do something in DC, I would assume, but I wouldn't be out. I, I know they do at Arlington Cemetery, but I'm sure there may be some type of parade or something, but I'm not going down there to find out. Just out of curiosity, do either of you know anyone who died in while they were performing active service? I actually I cannot think of anybody. Like in my mm. head, I was like, I'll have to do a deep thought process. Like, mm-hmm. with, like it's not somebody that's immediate family or cousins who I've had who served but in my head. I'm like, but is there somebody who maybe I went to school with and I know of them, but I don't know them, know them like where well, we wasn't like close. Like, and I'm pretty sure I might find because sometimes I'll see stuff I'm like, oh, snap. But then it's like other times it's somebody who served and then they later died. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Who, I don't know. I don't know of a person off the top of my head right now who died actively serving mm. our country overseas or here stateside. Like, I don't know nobody like off the top of my head. I'm in the same situation. Cause I tried to ask myself, like, how is this weekend different for a brother, a sister, a mom, a dad, a cousin mm. who has lost someone in battle. Mm. And mm. I, and I was like, how come it's hard for me to think that through? It's because I'm like, huh, not that I need to experience everything in order to exercise some empathy, but I feel one like a little far removed from it because of that, which Mm -hmm. is crazy because these are our countrymen and hopefully we will never have to be involved in a big war where more of us are like, no, this day. Um, The other interesting thing, and I apologize, Sharika, I'm not, I'm going a little bit off tangent. You're fine. It's kind of like that, that celebration of a death day. I know my mom, when she lost her mom and um, when I, she lost her brother, who was my favorite uncle when I was, I think I was in ninth grade when he died uh, for myself. It's not that I celebrate it, but I always like around that time of year, it was after Thanksgiving before Christmas. It's like, I can't help it. I know it wasn't necessarily, it's not like a birthday or, you know, mm. something like that, but I do think about it. So in this moment, talking through this with you guys, I'm kind of like, huh. Maybe I should exercise a different approach to Memorial Day because this is, that's what the day is for. And there are people who probably really struggle on that day. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's definitely the mindset of what, what brought me to thinking about this because it's like we celebrate it, but do we really, we don't really celebrate. We celebrate barbecuing. We ought to have the cookouts. We, you know, going to the pool, but. And we're just celebrating a day off, but we're not actually celebrating, you know, our countrymen and and what the day stands for. But how do you celebrate that? I mean, the only death celebration that I can think of that really is a celebration is Resurrection Sunday. And that's because he rose. Okay. You know, (laughs) so and I don't say that like to make light of it. I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking 
the spirit of it, how did it go from these people falling in the line of duty to let's have a cookout? I'm just kind of curious about that. What about you guys for people in your life who are very important, who died, your family in general? Is it like a death day where y'all are like, let's remember this person, let's throw a party? Or is it more, I would think it would be more solemn. Yeah. So for me, it just depends. And I say it depends. It's weird, right? So like for one of my cousins, um, shout out to 20, but when he passed away, like almost every year, it seems more of a celebration where whether it be me um, talking to his daughters who are, who actually is about to be a junior right now, shout out to Eldasia. I don't even know if she listened to the podcast. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Wow. Yeah. So shout out to her, but she just made straight A's um, to close out her junior or sophomore year going into her junior year. And she's an amazing basketball and volleyball player at my old high school, Winter Haven. So shout out to her for that. Um, But like for him, it's more of a celebration for for my mom day on June 10th. Like it's usually me not talking to anybody. That's why, especially for those of you who either ever worked at camp with me or around me like if we had orientation you'll see that's a day that i'm not there i sometimes come to camp after that day um just because i'm not about to be bothered by nobody and i know how most times how my emotions can be around that time and usually i'm quiet and reserved and i can still be around but even on her birthday like april 1st like we had an event that i couldn't get out of like a youth council's youth conference whatever you want to call it um because some people who don't attend a salvation army wouldn't know what that is but it's like a youth conference for everybody i know we talked about that on the podcast before but that day i'm usually more reserved that day and not trying to holler at people because if one thing ticks me the wrong way um mm. anything is liable to happen on the, on those two days um april 1st and june 10th so those are two days that people don't bother me and two other days is september the 2nd that's a day usually it falls around the labor day time um a lot of times it's sometimes I just don't go to work that day, but that's the day my older brother passed away. And then on his birthday, July 3rd, which is usually around July 4th, of course, this is the day before, but it's usually in the summer. But that's also a day if I'm at camp, I'm usually reserved and trying to stay away from people. And it's interesting that you asked that question, Sabrina, because later on, I do have some ways that we, and maybe celebrate is not the word, maybe honor or re, re I was going to say reverence, but maybe um, and like, you know, remember, you know, those mm. who have um, given their life in service. So we're going to talk about some ways that we can, you know, honor those individuals. Absolutely. Um, in that same vein of like taking a, like you said, maybe not a celebratory approach. And I don't know, solemn has a negative connotation mm-hmm. to it. We'll find the words. But anyway. I'm going to talk about taps. We're all familiar with that beautiful, and I will say hunting melody. So the next fact is about that. Uh, taps is the bugle call typically performed at military funerals, as well as the annual Memorial Day wreath ceremony at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. This was actually adapted from a separate Civil War bugle call known as Scott Tattoo. Now, come on, not not the tattoo. I'm glad they changed it. That just sounds so weird, uh, which was used to see signal lights out. Okay. Another weird thing, how the tattoo related to lights out. I don't know. I'm going to have to YouTube Scott's tattoo. Uh, yet, according to the Arlington National Cemetery Legacy of Honor by Jim Harris, as well as stories behind the hymns that inspire Americans by Alice Collins, the new melody later become per- the preferred accompaniment at military funerals after Captain John Tinball of the Union Army ordered his men to quietly play 
taps at a fellow soldier's funeral. So basically what had happened was the first song wasn't giving and taps was. And that's, (laughs) that's what, and I love that it was a, a union, uh, a union soldier who came up with the next one. I don't know how I feel had it been a Confederate one. Did y'all, did they play taps when you guys were at camp growing up? We all talked about we grew up going to camps at nighttime when it was bedtime. Did they play taps like on the system, you know, the, PA system or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sing that melody, Shrika. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't sing it. Bah, bah, bah. No, okay. No. <laughs> Look it yeah. up, guys. Look it up. I ain't got that perfect pitch like EB do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we definitely used to do that at camp. And I love, like, we used to do the little bugle call in the morning to wake up. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the, at night, we did tap, they played taps. You know, to let you know, like lights was out. Like, turn them lights out. It's time for bed. True. And then another fact, for the first time in 20 years, like, you know, some people, car breakdown, you call AAA. Run out of gas, you call AAA. Got a flat tire, you call AAA. So AAA always gives us a heads up on certain things. But for the first time in 20 years, the American Automobile Association, which is known as AAA, chose not chose not to release a Memorial Day travel forecast in 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic, which undermined the accuracy of the annual report, according to AAA. However, when the organization released its forecast in 2021, it predicted that holiday travel would rebound to more than 37 million people, 37 million travelers going to different parts of the world. Now, it's a few things I can say about this, but I'm only going to say two things. One, when you're out and traveling, be safe. Two, don't go nowhere if you don't have to. Stay your butt home. It's okay to be at home. You can gain a lot of peace in your own residence. Now, I do have something else to add before they dive in on this last fact. I was reading something about Memorial Day where it was saying that um, a mother or whoever was putting down flowers on a grave and then she was just like, oh, snap, I probably should go put some on some other on, on some others and then people was like why would you do that like that was in the best way and it was worded differently but it was like that was the enemy like that was the ops that was the people we don't get along with what are you doing and it was like because i know that somewhere else i, I want to say she said in the in the north um but somewhere else a mother a father a grandparent a wife a child a sibling somebody is mourning the loss of their loved ones as well and I just mm. want this fallen soldier to know that they're not alone. So that's just a great reminder for me to always think about, even sometimes you don't agree with somebody, mm. you just bless them with the extension of the love that God has shown you and also mm. extended grace to them that he has extended to us. Now, I know that might be hard. And I was even listening to somebody today and they said, no, I don't like that person, but I love them. And I love them because God told me to, but I don't like them. So you might not like the person, but find ways to love them and extend grace towards them. Thank you, E.B., for sharing that. And as Sabrina um, mentioned, like how brought up, how do we celebrate? How do we, uh, you know, what should we be doing? And like E.B. saying that when they were talking about how the pe- how many people are traveling, I'm like, if we're honoring the the fallen, I mean, do we really need to be out on the roads traveling, or should we be? What should we be doing, or what could we be doing? So I'm gonna, you know, share a few things that you can do to celebrate or honor those um who have lost their lives or uh, maybe you don't have a way that you celebrate memorial day or things that you to do on memorial day so here are some things that you can do and i don't know if this would be open but um one of the things that was suggested on the interwebs 
was shop at a veteran-owned business. Now, I don't know if they would be open on Memorial Day, but I didn't. I never even thought about that. I think about Black-owned businesses and, and, and all kinds of own, other businesses, but I've never thought about veteran-owned businesses. And there's links in, in places that you can go online to find some veteran-owned businesses that you may want to patronize during this time as a way to honor those um, in the military. Uh, another one that I saw, I don't really know if this is a way to celebrate, but I thought it was interesting. One of the ways they suggested was take a virtual tour of the White House. I didn't even know you could do a virtual tour at the White House. Did y'all know that? You there you go, Evie. You can get your tour. <laughs> I'm saying I did know that, but I would prefer to be one that's actually, actually in, in person. You can do actually a virtual tour just about anywhere nowadays because of the flexibility. I, and I only know that because I sent one to Rick Scott. I sent the, actually I sent the, a note to Rick Scott and Marco Rubio, which I'll talk about that later in the expound, but I had sent a note to both of them a while back about that. And then their automatic response thing, like the automated response that their team or whoever sends out that's hooked up to their emails was about the virtual tour. And I was just like, ain't this bada? You already know. I was like, I ain't got time for this. So here's a great way that I found as well. Donate to related causes such as like wounded soldiers, grieving families, veterans with PTSD. You, you know, you can donate to different charity, charities or nonprofit organizations that help those who are in the military and struggling or those who are uh, grieving families who have lost loved ones. Another one it was write letters to soldiers or their family. And I thought that was a really kind thing to do. Um, also, I remember someone doing this, but it's been a while since I've seen, there was a clipping where you would clip coupons and send them overseas to military personnel. I haven't heard about that in such a long time. So that was one of the ways that I found, um, put together care packages for soldiers. Um, we, you could do the moment of silence that we talked about earlier. Um, you can watch a patriotic movie, which we're going to talk about shortly. You can donate flowers to soldiers' graves, similar to what EB shared about. Maybe go to to a uh, um, graveyard where soldiers are. Like I know that like Arlington Cemetery, and there may be other uh, cemeteries around the country for military personnel, and maybe go there and donate flowers or go and place flowers there. Um, and and this one, maybe reach out to those uh, soldiers' uh, spouses who may be over, you know, a, away from their partner in the military. Maybe reach out to them, support them, uh, those who may be here, the family members that are left um, stateside while their family member is away. And, or you could just visit a local uh, cemetery uh, for military personnel and, and, you know, just maybe take in the and contemplate maybe the act and service that has been given on your behalf. So those are some things that you can do maybe to, uh, or maybe ways to spend part of your Memorial Day and honor those in service and those who have given their lives in, you know, given their lives for ours. And before we end our little uh, Memorial Day uh, talk today, I wanted to drop a few movies that maybe you could, you may be interested in watching on Memorial Day or maybe Memorial Day weekend. So number one, Saving Private Ryan. And we've done this before. So I'll ask EB and Sabrina and I'll do it myself. Let's keep track of any of these movies to see if we've 
seen them. I'm going to predict that I have seen none of these movies, but we'll see. Maybe I'll surprise myself because I haven't read through the whole list. So we'll be doing this together. Number one, Saving Private Ryan. Number two, Black Hawk Down. Number three, Hacksaw Ridge. Number four, The Outpost. Number five, Lone Survivor. Number six, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Number seven is 1917. Number eight, Dunkirk, which I remember hearing a lot about them during awards season or that movie during awards season. Number nine, Last Flag Flying. And number 10, Glory. And as I predicted, I have seen none of these movies, but I have heard a lot of good things about some of them. Have any of you guys seen any of those movies and maybe a recommendation of one you think out you would recommend yeah. people watching? It was, a, it was a few that I haven't seen. I did. I've I seen six out of 10. I would actually say you, part of me would say, see all of them just because I need mm-hmm. to tell you, I need you to text me that list. I know Lone Survivor was one of them. Dunkirk was one of them that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know the other two, like, but it was four that I didn't see out of the six out of 10. But if I had to tell you like an order or two or three that I would say, please watch ASAP, but it'll definitely be. Um, glory it'll definitely be saving private ryan and it'll definitely be the 13 hours um like like in Benghazi. that was mm-hmm. like those three right there would be automatic so surprised they didn't have poor harbor part of that list mm. um but that's another one i've seen but those are at least at least glory saving private ryan um oh 1970 yeah like it's a couple of them that's just on point i would say watch all of them if you have the time um but glory the 13 hours Saving Pride Ryan in 1917, like those four right there out of the 10 that I've just heard, um, those should be on your to-do list. Not necessarily on Memorial Day. You can watch them whenever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all of those are on point, especially Glory. Shout out to Denzel. Mm-hmm. I got a failing score of 30% out of 10. I will say out of the three that I did see, I thought Hawks, Hacksaw, is it Hacksaw? Yeah, Hacksaw. Yeah, Hacksaw Bridge yeah, is beautiful. It's actually about a Christian who refused to kill another person, but he wanted to serve on the front lines and he didn't Mm -hmm. want to carry a weapon. Beautiful, beautiful story. So thank you for those suggestions, Sharika. I think, you know, Doug and I, after, even after everything I said, we're going to that concert on (laughs) Memorial day. But I think that morning, early afternoon, we'll dive into one of these movies because I am kind of thinking about how, remember those two weeks when, Florida actually paid attention to the fact that we were in a pandemic and they shut everything down Mm -hmm. and it was just so serene. I'm like, that is like a way to honor them that I think would like pack a powerful punch. I remember growing up, we'd do things in school, like say the Pledge of Allegiance every day at the beginning of class. Um, I don't know when that stopped. We definitely Mm. did it in elementary school, but sometimes I get kind of sad when I think about how Americans view America. Yeah, Mm. our country has problems, but our country is still the land of the free, the home of the brave. And I'm very proud to be an American. And I think sometimes the news can, well, not just the news, because there are positive things that happens in the news, but just like we can be hyper-focused on the places that our country needs to grow. And we talked Mm. a lot in the beginning of this podcast about all those places. But I think about how far we've come and I love it. I love I love being being in this country. I'm proud to be an American. And I think this holiday, especially if we could do better jobs as American, reflecting on the people who have given their lives so that we can have the America we have today. That would be awesome. 
I just want to say, and I'm proud to be an American. Woo! For at least, <laughs> for at, least I I know, at the very least. I know. At Thank you, Juneteenth. Juneteenth. We found out eventually. They try to keep it, but we know now we're free. Amen? Amen. Amen. So uh, I have a quote today from G.K. Chesterton. And Chesterton says, courage is almost a contradiction in terms. It means a strong desire to live, taking the form of a readiness to die. And I just once again want to appreciate and shout out the people who have this form of courage and who have served in such ways that now I can be here on a podcast with my friends and do all the lovely things I do in life as an American. Also, I want to take this time to encourage you all who are listening to strike up courage in your own life. Once again, courage is, courage is not the absence of fear. It's moving forward despite fear being there. So if there's a space or a place in your life where you're holding back because you're afraid, especially if you're a Christian, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. But uh, even if you're not a Christian, that applies to you too, whether you believe or not. But uh, I'd encourage you, encourage, there you go, got it, um, to push forward and push past it. Will Smith has a beautiful quote, um, and it's more than a quote. It's like, a, I think, a three-minute like pet motivational talk about what's on the other side of fear. So YouTube that. Forget about the slap. YouTube that and be encouraged to live courageously. Evie, what are you expounding on today? So I know I talked earlier about um, the, I guess you could say, mass shooting school shooting that happened in Texas. And that's part of what I'm going to, I guess, kind of still stick with. Um, And part of it is just one of those things of just being frustrated as a citizen of this nation, um, where those of you who are listening or those of you who have that same amount of frustration, that same amount of rage or anger or disappointment, distrust, I don't know, whatever you're feeling, if it's, if it's not, I, I don't even know what to describe. I don't want to put a thought or mind or emotion in your spirit or in your vibe, your aura, your presence, your home, your car, your walk, wherever, whatever you're whatever you end up doing on how you listen to this podcast. But I'll just say simply, don't just sit there, do something and the answers will follow. And I know sometimes, yes, we give them our thoughts. And I know sometimes, yes, we give them our prayers. And I hope you're just not posting that on social media. and You're not actually praying in a sense, lamenting and grieving with these families who are hurting and heartbroken and devastated in these communities that seem to be broken after shooting, after shooting. And you're like, well, EB, I hear you, but what can I actually do? Now, if I'm being honest, I don't think... See, I shouldn't I shouldn't even say this because I should have faith in our government officials because that's the people who God has allowed to be in power. But I'll say this. If you have local or state, well, we all have local and state officials, um, I would say write them a note, send them an email and let them know where you stand, how you feel, what they can do for you as a person who they represent at your state capital or in DC. I do have a somewhat simple template and I'm going to try to read through it relatively quickly where I don't want to keep up too much time, but it's just um, a little letter. It's not too many words. I think it's about 270 or 280, but my letter goes a little like this. Dear Senators Rick Scott and 
Marco Rubio, Rubio, we are deeply concerned about the continued gun violence in this nation and in our state. As your constituents, we implore you to address this epidemic plaguing our nation and destroying our communities. When tragedies occur, it's common to see the masses share their thoughts and their prayers with the world. I believe in both prayer, but I also believe in policy change. As Christians, we pursue this vision with prayer, advocacy, and organizing for gun violence prevention at every level of government, along with every branch making the necessary changes. Mass shootings seem to be part of our breaking news cycles each and every day, or at least each and every week. As of today, at the time of writing this letter, we have had 212 mass shootings in this nation only this year. Congressional inaction is unacceptable, and it continues to show government officials not placing a priority on the children of this nation and the citizens who have elected them to their seats. Gun violence, I believe, is a public health issue, and it is taking an intolerable toll on communities nationwide. We need you as our leaders to take action to ensure that, one, every person who buys a gun pass a background check. No longer should we allow for loopholes. We need to require some form of universal background checks on all, not just some, not just on one, but on all gun purchases. High capacity weapons and ammunition magazines should not be available to civilians. We need an effective assault weapon ban effective immediately. Gun trafficking should become a federal offense. Our hearts are filled with rage and sorrow for the loss of life and the trauma it brings. We need you to take action to overwhelm the terrible epidemic of gun violence our society is suffering. We look forward to working with you to enact these common sense measures to reduce gun violence. Our prayers are with you. Our support is behind you. We are asking you to lead. That is just a simple letter. Now, I don't know what difference it's going to make. I don't know if it's going to be an aide or a secretary or an intern person who's reading that. But I would say outside of your thoughts, and I know the most powerful thing you probably can do is definitely pray. But I also read in those same scriptures that tells me to pray and to cast my cares upon him. It tells me that faith without works is dead. And I believe part Amen. of our job is to hold our government officials accountable. So for those of you who listen, you're like, oh, snap, that was straight. But like, I don't even know who my senator is. I don't even know who my local congressman, congressman is. You can send any of us a text and I can get you this email. You can send any of us a Facebook message. You can send it to the kickback page on Instagram or on Facebook. And I can just send, copy and paste this exact thing to you and you change it and tweak it as you feel necessary, but the sample, I guess you could say the template or the sample is there for your taking. And it's just up to us to actually do anything. You can take it a step further and send it to all the sheriffs that's in your area, all the, the police chief, the sheriff, somebody like send it to their department and say, what can you do as a law enforcement officer? I'm pretty sure you don't want to have to deal with these type of issues day in and day out. And they all sit at these same tables, send it to your local superintendent, your school board officials, your county commissioners, like you can literally let me print out 20 copies and send it to everybody who sits at the table where all it takes is one person to be like, hey, what are we really going to do about this? And somebody's like, you know what? I just got a letter about that. And I'm not saying it's going to change overnight, but hey, let's have some faith that it will. It also is interesting to me. And I know it's not like a big deal to the masses, but like the school shooting happened around 1130 or so local time. But as of right now, at the time of this recording, we already have a name. We already have a picture. It's interesting when some of our mass shooters are not of Caucasian descent, how fast we as a society, because I live here, we as a society, we as mainstream media find it necessary to blast their photos on every outlet that's possible, to blast their names everywhere. It's not just 
where we'll hold their information or more information will be shared later. It's like, this is the name, this is the face, this is who they are, X, Y, Z. It's just interesting on how that happens to non-white people. But mm. that's all I got for y'all today. Um, what are you guys recommending to the people or any closing thoughts? Um, my only closing thoughts is um, do something for someone else, you know, especially in as we celebrate Memorial Day and those who have given their lives as a, you know, which is one of the greatest sacrifices you can do for someone else. Maybe you should give up, can give up your time or something to honor those who have sacrificed for us. And my recommendation, I share with you guys some movies you can watch and things you can do, but I'm going to recommend a book you can read. um, And it's called Against All Odds by Alex Kershaw. And that is also going, you know, about the military and things like that. So that's the book I want to share with, recommend to you guys today. Beautiful. Um, I'm recommending a show. And it is about a group of people who catch people who harm those in the military. The name of this show is NCIS. I just got onto it because I needed a show I could watch when I wasn't watching another show that I only watched with Sharika. And I have a couple of shows that I watch with my husband. But this show is about the Navy crime investigative. Babe, what does the S stand for in NCIS? He don't even know. Come on, babe. You're supposed to help me out. (laughs) So anyway, uh, it's great. It's on Netflix. I think it has like 13 or 14 seasons and each season has 20 something episodes that are an hour long. So it's definitely a great background. Um, You're cleaning the house or whatever. And if you're into like learning facts about our military personnel, like I'm learning so much. I'm like, ooh, I might be able to slide and do a little investigating myself um, and just learning about all the different kind of missions they go, go on and all the different like secret things that they do to like protect us. Uh, that's great. And to catch the bad people who harm them. And a lot of those people are domestic. So that's all I got. Evie, what are you closing us out with? So it's the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Um, oh, there we go. Guest <laughs> service for us. I wasn't sure. I was going to guest service. You should have took the guess and you would have had it. Shout out to quick Google searches. But um, <laughs> this is not the mo- Oh, go ahead. You were about to say something? No, no, I was laughing at myself. This is not the most common recommendation that I like to give to people because I know we're like celebrating Memorial Day and memorializing those who have sacrificed for us. But part of those who we have memorialized or part of those that we're celebrating, there's always some bad that comes with the good. And I say the good of that sacrifice that they made, not necessarily their demise in active duty. But there's a movie by one of my favorite actors. His name is Denzel Washington. And the movie is called American Gangster. That is what I'm recommending to you guys. And the only reason I'm recommending it to you is because it has some parts of it that talks about or that deals with the military. I won't give it up on what happened in the movie or why or what relation that Denzel Washington as an actor or as a drug kingpin had to do with the military. But if you watch it, you will see how some of our how some of our drugs are here today and how some of our military personnel has played a role in some of the things that we do. So check out American Gangsta. Um, it might be on 
Peacock or Netflix or something like that. But you can just look it up and you can watch it this Memorial Day and just enjoy the great acting by Denzel Washington. And I know we still be sometimes doing like slick stuff about slaps. He gets slaps in the movie, dead in his face, um, which is a good slap. Like it like you could t- it looked like it wasn't acting, like it was real life. That's how serious it looked. But shout out to well, the person who played his mom um in the movie. She's the one who slapped him, not another comedian or something like that, or actor. It was the mom who played him or who played his mom in the movie. That's what I got for y'all today as far as our recommendation. Hopefully you learned something new about Memorial Day. Hopefully you take some of these suggestions about what we talked about. There also are some, we're not going to talk about it, but there are, are also some don'ts to Memorial Day, but you can just Google that. Like, don't thank people who still alive because that has nothing to do with, with them. They got Veterans Day later on down the line. But it's some other stuff that's out there, but you can look it up for yourself. And as always, if life tries to kick you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.